conservative American message. Hosted by the one, the only, Cam Lau. It is Monday, February 5th, 2024, and you are listening to the 62nd episode of this podcast. Charles Everett Koop said, Life affords no greater responsibility, no greater privilege, than the raising of the next generation. Back in November of 2021, there was a school shooting at Oxford High School in Oxford, Michigan. Four students were killed, but the 15-year-old shooter himself survived. He was recently convicted of premeditated murder and terrorism, with a sentence to life in prison without parole. But he isn't the only one being held responsible for his actions. The boy's parents have also been on trial for their role in what led to this shooting. His mother has already been found guilty of involuntary manslaughter just this week. The morning of the shooting, the school noticed some disturbing drawings and Google searches on his school computer, and they called in his parents. They requested that they take him home because they were worried about his mental state. His mom and dad refused and argued that they had to get back to work. The school was very concerned that sending him home, he might harm himself. That very day, he went ahead and shot up the school. First of all, what kind of parents have so little regard for their own son that they just ditch him when he is clearly having a mental breakdown like that? It's an obvious case of neglect which likely had a big role to play in what led to this whole shooting. Although I do have to question the school's decisions here. I don't know what the proper protocol is for when parents just don't give a crap, but it seems to me that if the school was concerned for the kid's mental state to the point that they wouldn't force him to leave fearing suicide, shouldn't they have called 911 and sent him to the hospital? That would seem logical to me. I'm not insinuating that the school did anything morally or legally wrong. I'm just asking the question because you would think that protocols for this kind of thing would be in place. Or at least they should be now. There's no question the parents are definitely at fault here, though. Not only did they ignore the obvious signs, they also bought the gun for their son as a gift and even took him to the shooting range. Just what every mental case needs, a gun and some training. It was later discovered in the trial that the kid's mother didn't actually need to get back to work, she was planning a meetup with the man she was having an affair with. She was too busy hooking up with some guy to take care of her own unstable son. This is just too bad. It all could have been prevented had these parents stepped up and did their job. But in today's world, there's no such thing as accountability anymore. As far as I'm concerned, parents should always be held responsible for their children's actions, at least to some degree. I don't mean to say that the parents of every school shooter should be locked up, but certainly in cases like these, you can hardly blame the kid. Of course, the kid is sick and evil and should be locked away for life as well, but man, how is a 15-year-old kid supposed to be sane when his parents have no love for him and his mom is running around with some random guy? It's just sad. Not only did their neglect destroy their son's life, but now it has affected countless others through their own recklessness. The kid is responsible for what he did, don't get me wrong, but these parents are responsible for creating that very evil. Speaking of evil, the supervillain of the world, Vladimir Putin, was interviewed by Tucker Carlson at the Kremlin this week. 
the highly anticipated interview has been met with much scrutiny from legacy media. They're claiming that Tucker basically gave Putin free propaganda and that Tucker should get in trouble for even speaking to him. But any rational person should want to hear what Putin has to say. He should at least be given a chance to explain why he invaded Ukraine, right? And that's exactly what he did. The whole two-hour conversation shocked me and equally taught me so much. The interview practically opens up with Tucker asking straight up, why did Russia invade Ukraine? Putin goes on to answer by going on for like 30 minutes of a history lesson, going back to the 8th century and the beginning of Russia. He makes the case that Ukraine has never existed throughout history. Instead, his understanding is that the region currently occupied by Ukraine was split up between the Russians and the Hungarians. Western influences started planting the seeds of an independent national Ukraine up until the Russian Revolution brought about the USSR and its subsequent territories. One of these territories was the first ever Soviet Ukraine, which he says was a nation entirely made up by St Joseph Stalin. He's basically painting Ukraine with the same brush as Palestine, which absolutely, matter of fact, was never a real country. Putin goes on to later call out the West and specifically the United States for their, what he calls, illegal interference in Ukraine's government. His belief is that the West pushed Ukraine into this war. He didn't start it, they did. He also tells the story of Bill Clinton meeting with him when Putin first became the president of Russia several years after the USSR fell. Putin assumed that, having fell away from communism, the West would welcome in Russia and everyone could benefit. And with that in mind, he asked Clinton if Russia would now be allowed into NATO. Clinton laughed at him. The U.S. can't have a powerful country like Russia in NATO, or else they wouldn't be able to control the rest of its member states. It was all very interesting to listen to. I would caution against taking everything that Putin says as 100% truth, but I'm also certain that some of it is true. Now, Tucker didn't just roll over and let Putin promote his own innocence the whole time. He called him out several times, particularly in the situation going on with American journalist Evan Gershkovich being wrongfully held in Russian prison. Overall, it was a fascinating interview, and a deep conversation about what's really been going on behind the scenes in Eastern Europe. Putin certainly understands this conflict more than our American leaders. I mean, Kamala Harris barely has a first grade level understanding of all social studies. So Ukraine is a country in Europe. It exists next to another country called Russia. Russia is a bigger country. Russia is a powerful country. Russia decided to invade a smaller country called Ukraine. So basically that's wrong. Well, that's all I have time for. Were you offended by this podcast? Excellent. Thanks for listening, guys. I really appreciate you all. Have a great week and stay conservative.